0: This is the 911 Calls Podcast with the operator and his trusty junior assistant, Mr. Luma. 911, where's emergency? Now you need to
1: walk. So
2: I just want him to leave. He can just give himself
3: another day. Hello. Hey hey Luna. Hey, hey operator.
2: What um how do you tell me like walk me through how you fight. Like how, how you fight with someone.
3: It's been it's been a while. I learned I learned recently though you got to hit them first. Like you gotta. It doesn't matter where too. I'm I'm all up for kicking right in the nuts or punching in the throat these days. I I oh it doesn't matter as long as you know they're kind of they're in agony right off the bat and kind of calms things down a little bit.
2: All right, good to know. Um, Let me rephrase. I was wondering like when you're in an argument with someone, (laughs) how do you fight? Like what is your Thank you for letting me know, like, you know, maybe the hockey rules of, of uh, argument with Jack Luna. But when you're in an arc, <laughs> when you're in an argument with someone, how do you, what are you? What what kind of a person are you in, a, in an argument or a fight? Uh,
3: well, clearly a scumbag. <laughs> Again, lately, I've been learning that I don't need to demolish the other person. I don't need to pick them apart entirely and shame them in the argument. All you need to do is stick to the points. Stick to the argument itself. Don't make it personal. And if you really have a point to put across, you'll get there. But you don't. Nobody wants to be, you know, if it's a man emasculated. Um, so i've i've really been learning to be patient
2: and if it's a woman she maybe what what is it for a woman she she maybe i don't know <laughs> De de breasted Devagilated. devagulated
3: yeah this, yeah so yeah, yeah that works that's it yeah you don't want to devagilate them or emasculate them you want to make sure your point gets across okay that's that's the way i've been working out it's always bad though it's always i mean if you're in an argument in the first place it's never going to end up that great keep level-headed and let it go if it's you really don't care that much about it. Just let it go, and then just don't talk to that person anymore.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I have to say, being the up op- and operating things for us and and whatnot, it has been a new uh, a new adventure with uh, people coming out of nowhere taking swipes. <laughs> you know, and man, that stings. Sometimes it really stings, especially when it's like a low blow. It's always a low blow. It is, and it's mostly not relevant. And that's a hard fight to have with someone. I think, you know, even in real life, when there are times I remember when I might get in an argument, like with my mom, for example, and we would be two hours into an <laughs> argument and I have to be right, but she also has to be right. And then at some point in my my stupid head, I, I realize, wait a sec, she's talked about like four things that have nothing that, that I don't even know about. She's probably mad about a bunch of other stuff and I'm just, you know, taking I'm taking the brunt of all these things. Yeah. But I and so I'm never going to be right because I can't be right about the things I don't know about. So I just have to and I never just walked away, you know. So we just kind of We ran out of nutrients, I think is what happened. And we both just kind of fell like leaves to the ground. Like, you know, someone watered us. Sucked the life out of each other. Yeah, someone just like poured Gatorade in our mouth later and we kind of just came back to life and we're like, oh, Uh, what, what happened? Yeah, that
3: sounds like a really unhealthy relationship, like a Norman Bates thing. I'm glad that you're out of it. What did you do? Did you kill her? Or what did you do to get out of that situation?
2: I had been digging my own lair (laughs) at that point and decided I fortified the walls a little more because I know some of her silly secrets that she keeps on how to break into places. And then, uh, you know, punji sticks. That's how I keep my mother out now. You pee on sharp sticks, put them in a uh, pit and cover it with something that you think that they'll be attracted to, like donuts or gingham fabric. Or, you know, things that them are like, oh, what's that? And then they fall through it and they stab themselves on the punchy sticks. <laughs> that's Anyway, that's how most of my fights go. Okay. So I'm glad we had this talk about
3: fighting. So am I. Yeah, now we got something figured out there. So does this have something to do with the 911 call? Or it what? does.
2: Hey, you very, very, very astute mind you have there, Mr. Luna. Let me tell you a little backstory on the call that's coming up here. So on October 1st of 2016, 38-year-old Ebony Byram and her husband hal byram not to be confused with hal 2000 from the movie 6001 parts of a megawatt movie i think that was the name of that movie 2001
3: okay meg- easy, yeah easy to trip up on that what are you talking about keep going I-
2: it's called like 2001 2001 jiggle jiggleplex odyssey i can't remember i'll google it okay i'll let you know later thanks anyway so hal byram had been fighting, and the argument had really gone out of hand. It was really escalating. Ebony started to feel unsafe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Her 16-year-old son was hiding in his room with a friend. They were playing video games and heard the arguments start to happen. So they just, you know, stayed put, sat tight. Hal refused to leave as she asked him to. She stated she wanted distance. She wanted distance. You know, she she wanted the fight to to end. There were other things that she was stating also like she was pretty much sure this was over between them like it's over man right so let's make this the last the last fight and let's just let's separate but he needed to go for now he needed to get out of the house is what she was saying to him so she decided to call 911 to report that she needed assistance with the removal of her husband
3: so um sorry you might have already said this but the 16-year-old son in the in the back row with his friend he's not Hal's son right he's the stepfather in this situation
2: Yeah and we don't know exactly how he came to be
3: How he came to come around okay <laughs> uh, Hallelujah
2: We're not sure How how'd you do that uh, Yes so it is her son and I tried to google and facebook him and stuff Facebook him But uh, if, it it started to feel creepy uh trying to facebook stalk a, a 16-year-old well, no, I guess today he would be 20, but still, it's felt creepy. It's creepy. Facebook stalking a young man. So Yeah, you do that. Hey, are you ready for me to uh, to hit play? More than. Here we go. 911, where's your
1: emergency? No, you need to go. Hello? I want I want you to go. Yeah, want, no, to go. Um, okay, but no, no honey, we're we're married. So I want you to leave. We'll no, come back another day, another time. Yeah, no, you going to leave right now. No, I want you to leave. No, no, you going to leave. I'm not leaving. Yeah, you need to leave. No, no, because I have a child here. So you need to do I'm to do you please okay. What's going on there? Yeah. I just, you know what? We had a dispute. He want to get all his stuff and leave in the middle of the night. He could do this another time. Man. And he can do this tomorrow. But well, right now, it's, it's, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning, and he's hey, being this. disrespectful. This is his wife. This is his wife, okay. and I just want so him to go. He can go. I just okay. want, him, just to want leave, him to but leave, but he's not leaving. Yes, but he's not leaving, so he's going to leave. Was this is true because he came over here and signed the lease before I did. So I just want him to leave. He can just get his stuff another day, and he can just go. But right now, tonight, it's not the night. Okay, what's the name of this, this the argument This is the argument that had happened tonight. So what's the name of the complex that you live in? Husband's name? Albiolo. I'm sorry, what was we'll your name? Code. I'm sorry, H-L... Okay, what's your name, ma'am? E-D-O-N-Y. Ebony, what's your last name? It's, it's viral for right now. It's what? is by one D Y R O N L Okay, and where's he at now? He's right here, but I, you know what? This is not a good time. We mm-hmm. had arguments. He he did all the stuff. Like I said, I just want him to leave before it escalates. Oh, okay. Does he have any weapons on him? No, right now. No. Any weapons in the home? It is. Okay, where's the weapon at? Near in the bedroom. Is it what is it? I really don't know what it is. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. Is it a gun or is it a knife? What is it? It is. It is a gun. Do you know if it's locked up? No, it's not. Okay. But it's not, it, it wasn't in play? There's no threat? Hello? 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 Mammy there?
2: All oh, right. Wow. Well wow. let me ask you, what do you think happened there at the end? Oh uh, uh
3: old jalapeno came out and guns ablazing. I guess, was sick of the way she was talking to him. That's messed up, man. Yeah,
2: it is. It is. its its it is. It is. It. You know, the, the, the thing is, too, she she was saying, I want him to go before things escalate, right? And then she was, the 911 operator was asking her particularly about firearms. Is there firearms in the home? And she's like, yes, there are, you know. And are they locked up? No, they're not, you know. And they're talking about it. And then, wham. Wham. During that call, you, you can hear nine shots being fired. All nine shots were fired by Hal into his wife, Ebony. And what about Hal? Good question. Um, Did he shoot himself? After he shot her nine times, he shot himself one time.
3: Ah, I thought so.
2: Yeah, so it was an attempted suicide. So a murder warrant was obtained by the police for homicide and attempted suicide.
3: Attempted suicide, so he wasn't successful. Correct. Mm.
2: How did he do that? He didn't. He did not succeed in that part. When the police arrived, they found both Ebony and Hal lying on the floor with gunshot wounds. They found a 40 caliber handgun near Hal laying there on the ground. He had shot himself in the neck after killing his wife. You know, I'll tell you something about the neck that's interesting is Hollywood makes it seem like it's a really convenient way to kill someone. But our bodies are weird in the fact that you can choke someone out and knock them out And they seem dead, but they're not. The body will just recover. It's a defense mechanism the body has. So when it loses uh, blood to the brain, it turns off, Mm. hoping that, you know, flow will come back. And so you come back. You know, you see it all the time in UFC fights or whatever. People get knocked out all the time.
3: The bedroom, yeah. Or
2: choked out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Or the bedroom, right. After the safe word is is ignored Mm -hmm. for the third time. Ham sandwiches. (sighs) Jalapeno. It's really hard to kill someone from the neckal region from the neckial region uh, from like the lower quadrant of the clavicle to the jawboneal region it's really hard to kill someone in that area right um you know you'll hear you another very common uh, attempted suicide but failed is when someone like cuts their throat yeah they'll they'll cut the windpipe Right. But all you did man was you just relocated where you're breathing from. Now you're not breathing from your mouth, you're just breathing from your neck. Your new mouth. Can you sound like a Canadian goose? Yeah, yeah your new mouth. Your south mouth. Right, your neck mouth. Right, exactly. So the neck is uh it's actually quite resilient to to death. Yeah. Uh surprisingly for being such a soft area of our body. But, uh, yeah, so he shot himself in the neck. Shot himself in the neck. Yeah, that's that's a strange commitment. It's almost like maybe he didn't want to die. I don't know. You never... uh,
3: Who knows? I mean, at least he didn't go after the boy in the back room. I'm on one of my favorite websites, lostallhope.com uh, slash suicide methods slash firearms.
2: Sounds like a real pick-me-up there. Is that the... Uh... <laughs> Is that a Disney Disney website?
3: I've had to do this for Dark Topic a few times. Mm. Um, anytime you try to search for suicide methods, then you all, all you get are sites that are trying to tell you not to do it. But if you know you really want to do it, you got lostallhope.com, or you know you want some good advice here. Wow,
2: so you could get good advice on on how to die, and also good advice on how not to die. Is that-
3: yes? Oh, they give you help too, but. Really, if you're going to do it, you kind of want to know the right way to go about it. And they're saying use a shotgun. You know, you don't want to use um, full metal jacket bullets. You know, you want ones that will expand. You just want to give yourself the biggest chance of blowing yourself away, I guess.
2: Uh, you know, what's real- just to cut you off intentionally, um, I've got a lot-, a lot of friends. I have a handful of friends that are scrub techs at the hospitals, right? And they say you never hear about them, but there is a constant flow uh, and by constant, I mean probably like regular occurrence, per- more common than you'd think of people coming in that, that have tried to commit suicide by doing the whole gun under the chin thing, mm-hmm. shotgun or, or handgun. And guess what most of them end up doing because they don't position it right. They just blow the front of their face off. Yes. And then then you're breathing out of a giant hole in your face and your tongue is gone and your teeth are all over the place. Yeah, it happens a lot.
3: And also, like if you do it underneath your chin, you could you flinch. You have a tendency to flinch from what I'm reading here.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, or the kickback from the gun repositions the gun. And
3: maybe we should cut some of that out. But that's the kind of conversation I have on dark topic quite a bit with myself. Um, It's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. So what all that we're saying from all that what might sound to you like nonsense is that him shooting himself in the neck probably is a half-assed attempt at uh, doing something that he actually wants to do.
2: What I can say is I have tried to piece things together because sometimes, you know, someone shoots himself, there's some visual evidence after the fact, even after healing, right? And, mm-hmm. and so looking at his prison mug shots, pretty good example, because what ended up happening with him was he was taken to a local hospital with wounds that were deemed not life-threatening to the rest of us would probably keep us up in nightmares for the rest of our, you know, good good year. <laughs> but um, not life-threatening. Uh, he was immediately put under custody during his stay. And looking at his pictures afterward, and this is this is hard to gauge because uh, I don't know what he looked like necessarily before he shot himself. But if you look at his mugshot, one eye is sort of like kind of doing that rattled Goonies thing Yeah, it's a little offset and looks kind of funny gotcha Uh, like the ocular bone is is so I don't know exactly where the exit wound was but it looks like maybe some travel in his face maybe but you know for the most part he looked pretty intact so
3: you know what shooting yourself in the neck straight up through the top of his head is the angle right of of what he tried to go on he didn't just shoot through the neck he shot straight up so he was probably trying to kill himself but
2: Yeah. yeah it's so hard to do there is so much not important stuff f- in your face, yeah. Like that, you can shoot out and and you're okay.
3: Like, right. There's also a lot of not important stuff that we're talking about right now in comparison to like a woman just died. Right. Yes. So much. Got shot multiple times.
2: Exactly. Let's let's talk about her. I don't know where you get where you get off talking about this other stuff. There's
3: something wrong with you. You.
2: <laughs> you were gonna say something about the website, right?
3: Oh, oh no. I'm always. It's always up. So I was just glancing at it, just like.
2: But um, I didn't know if you knew this, but you can actually go into your Facebook settings and establish who who is the curator of your of your personal profile. Hmm. Should you die, oh, and you can assign someone. Yeah, so you you assign your significant other, or mother, or father, someone that you trust. So if you pass away, they can go in and and um, I th- I'm not quite sure what the trigger is. It's probably a poor use of words. <sighs> if you if they put in your death date then you know it it will convert to a remembering so-and-so page and looking at the the page uh, there's a picture of her and hal in the cover photo and he look his eye looks different in that picture than the the mugshot so i'm guessing it traveled why
3: is he in the picture
2: you got a good question man i do not know why they would do that with the exception of that
3: they didn't have a better picture
2: i'll give you a couple more pieces of information okay on the call, you could hear that she was pretty level-headed and that although they were having an altercation, they were having an argument, it seemed like she wanted to get past this. You know, she was like, oh, yeah, I want you to go. And she was being very. She
3: didn't seem like she was under any threat either. Like she was expecting Hal uh, how, how to go and how to go and do this thing. A hundred, she just seemed like it was, she was used to kicking him out or talking to him this way. Right. Hal snapped.
2: I'll run through some more information on this. This will fill in some gaps and maybe give you a better understanding of their dynamic.
3: Of why he's in the photo?
2: Yeah. Yes. Actually, probably, yes.
3: Okay. Interesting.
2: At the time of the incident, like we said, the Ebony's 16-year-old son was in the in the home. Uh, when he heard the gunshots, he came out and he also called 911, as did his friend, mm-hmm. who was also in the home at the time. After the incident, he was turned over to family members, the, the, the boy, the son, was turned over to family members. That's as much information as I could find. He was a minor, so I'm sure they don't want a lot of uh, news media trails leading back to the 16-year-old boy so people can ask him a bunch of questions and what. So I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. On March 7th of 2018, almost a year and a half after the incident, jury selection in Hal's trial was about to get underway. But it was halted when Hal refused to be present for his hearing and he proceeded to inform the judge that he wished to plead no contest to first degree premeditated murder. But just to be clear, this is actually a positive move by Hal, which is kind of leading to why maybe he's in the picture. It's very likely, had he gone to trial, he would have received a second-degree murder charge. There's a good case to argue that he didn't kill his wife in, in a premeditated manner.
3: Oh, no, yeah. You could hear it on the phone. He didn't. He didn't. He snapped.
2: Exactly. He could have received a lesser sentence that very likely would have offered him parole at some point in the future so
3: right i got it mm-hmm.
2: he was also evaluated by two separate psychologists and both of them found him that he was sane at the time that he shot his wife but because of that no contest plea hal was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole on his own volition really because he could have gone to trial and received a less lesser punishment so that might color the situation. So,
3: you know, 100%. Now, if I'm the curator on Facebook, Hal's back in the picture. Great, Hal. Yeah. You guys, you guys should be sitting there right together in her in her Facebook epilogue picture or whatever. Right? He earned it. Right,
2: right. To a certain degree, maybe you know, because he just didn't want to drag her family and his family and everybody through. How should
3: be out the picture, up. He, you know, but anyways,
2: he did a very terrible thing. Uh, family's weird, though, right? We're we're weird. When something happens, uh, yeah. Sometimes there's an overwhelming sense of forgiveness oh, yeah. for the even for the most horrible of things.
3: Or sometimes you, you pee all over a spike and jam it through your mother's chest after tripping her up at the top of a pit.
2: Not gonna say that's not an option too. So you never know. Do you get a a happy ending? I do. One more thing about that. I do not fault Ebony for wanting to put distance in that argument. I actually applaud her. I think that is a very, very, very cool thing. One thing I am learning in my arguments is if I were to get to the point where I'm like, distance is required, the best thing to do is suck it up and you leave. Rather than trying to get someone else to leave because it just adds fuel to the fire to be like, I need you to go now. You know, head swivel, head swivel. Yeah, it's it's just better. You know, if if distance is a thing and you're feeling threatened, get out, move, get get your body out of harm's way, as opposed to trying to force harm to leave the situation, which does doesn't always work. You know,
3: it's definitely not. But the problem with trying to speak common sense to people that don't possess any of it is just that. So I got you, man.
2: So exactly why. Yeah. You're not gonna speak common sense and get somebody to leave, so leave. Right. You leave. You know, if you're you know, just just make the move. Yeah. Which once again, it's a pride swallower. You gotta swallow your pride and say, I'm leaving my own home to put distance in a situation where this guy really should be the one leaving. But man, that distance does a lot of things. Also, if you kick someone out of your house, the situation hasn't de escalated. It's just simmering somewhere else you leave the situation you choose to walk away you've de-escalated the situation the simmering will will reduce a lot quicker on both of your parts because cooler heads prevailed i guess is the best way to put that yeah but you know so there's some morals to the story and sure i do have a i do have a happy ending thank you uh, can you guess if this one's a actual happy ending or not have i worried you lately
3: you have worried me lately I'm gonna guess that it is a happy ending. I think that you got something real nice here. I'm, I'm, I think that it just has to do with uh, something real, you know, real nice, real good, mm.
2: real happy. just freaking. lull yeah. you into a sleep like an ASMR nine one one call, something like that.
3: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay, just relaxing and fulfilling.
2: You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna even ASMR the intro on this one. Give you a little bit of backstory. Mm. Okay, I'm just gonna whisper to yeah. you. So, 64-year-old Stephen Searle, he's an ex-Royal Marine and former UKIP counselor. UKIP, it stands for United Kingdom Independent Party.
0: Karen. Hey, Karen. Hello. Karen. Karen. Hello. Is this thing on? This is Nigel. Karen has a virus.
2: Um, okay, Nigel. Kind of ruined the vibe there, but uh, it was that. Hey Nigel, Nigel. Apparently, Karen's uh, a wall, so Nigel's talking. So, Nigel, what is the Q- The what is the UKIP party all about?
0: The UK Independence Party's unique selling point. The policy it is best known for is Britain's withdrawal from the European Union. But as the party had sought to broaden its appeal beyond that single issue. It has developed a full range of policies in all areas.
2: Okay. Thanks, Nigel. Hey, Nigel. Um, I don't know how you got in here, but uh, show yourself the door. <laughs> Jeez, anyway. Louise. Anyway.
3: Karen and Nigel are banging, I guess.
2: Yes. Eh? I didn't know they were cohabitating on this server. Ew. Maybe
3: that's why the internet has been so trippy lately. It's a couple of hard drives rubbing up against each other.
2: Nice. Yeah. So much going on. Mm. She's he's uploading stuff. She's A lot of rams. A lot of rams. Yeah. yeah, a lot of rams. That was weird. Yeah, he's creepy. All right, anyway. <laughs> so, Stephen Searle is a bunch of former things, as you can see. Former Royal Marine, former UKIP counselor. He's also... In a spot of trouble <laughs> Shall I press the proceed b- button, Mr. Luna? Yeah, do it before I punch you in the throat Right up, here we go
0: <clears throat> right after this brief commercial break It is imperative that we here to four pay the bills Do you feel alone in the world
2: right now? Well, maybe it's something you did If you're like me, you pretend like you're rich and find yourself saying things like,
0: Oh my gosh, Jericho,
2: you look amazing in silicone suede jumpers. No, it's my treat, I insist. Or you catch yourself constantly exclaiming, The next round is on me every time you're at the root beer bar. But operator, you might be saying, you can't be rich, you do podcasts. To which I would say, yes, that is correct. And yes, maybe I have an unhealthy obsession with using my credit cards to try and buy the affection of those around me. Well, I'm here to tell you no more. I found a way to beat the bottom of the bank barrel blues. If you're like me and other faux rich people, you're looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So, if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, It's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high-interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't even need a degree or diploma to apply, though. Even mildly acceptable podcasters with volunteer homicide detective degrees stand a chance. I can tell you from personal experience. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next day. So, rid yourself of those payments you're making on that regrettable silicone and rhinestone debt skin suit you put on without thinking and take control of your root tab at the local addiction depot. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash crime machine. Remember that show? To find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash crime machine. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applications will qualify for the full amount. Hugs.
0: Right, on with the show. Action! Hello, right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I've uh, just killed my wife. You've just killed your wife? Yeah. Okay. A bit different for you tonight, i think <laughs> Happy New Year. Anyway, okay. and how have you killed her? Um, suffocation, really, I guess. a uh, bit of a bizarre situation, but, um, you know, don't mind. Okay, is it just the two of you in the house? Uh, well, just for one of us now. Right, okay. Yeah, well, two, you right, yeah. Okay, is there any other sort of issues that the, um, officers need to be aware of when they come into the house? Is there uh, dangerous? no, not really. Um, you know, I'm not violent, I'm not for nothing, um... Okay. Um... Stephen Karski is going after the door. I believe we should have um, some officers there. Are you able to uh, just go and speak to them? Okay, they're here now, are they? They should be there. All right, I'm on my way. Hang okay. I'm on my way as we speak. Okay. Well,
2: thank you. Yeah, okay. Holy cow! That was crazy. It was like cheeky. Oh, hello, I killed my wife. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Anyway. Suffocation, I guess.
2: Does that top the uh, list of things you've listened to tonight, <laughs> sir? Okay. I'm glad to have um, juggled your your evening. <laughs> All right, so I picked this this happy ending for two reasons. One,
3: because a woman because died a- from suffocation, which is always hilarious.
2: Come on, man. Right? She
3: got freaking strangled to death by this. That's insensitive. She did. What do they call themselves? Chap. Chap, there
2: you go. This chap. This chap. This chap. Suffocated his wife. But I picked this one because I'm sure at least with him being a former UKIP counselor, I'm sure that there's at least two political parties that, had parties after hearing this news just because, you know, politics brings out the best in all of us. So can you imagine like the opposing parties in the region hearing that some political guy oh, yeah. from another party died? They're like, "Here, here! oh, snap. Yeah. Raise a glass. So everybody ran to the pub. Wow. And obviously the other thing is that I've never heard someone be so polite on a 911 call, not to mention a killer hey, man. on a 911 call just like that was blew my mind it was just like he was calling his buddy Oh, yeah
3: he's a butthole. toll serious for real unreal really when you really think about what he had just done it, it is funny i mean i laughed through the whole thing i was like oh my god this guy be you know th- throw it away but he's got his wife laying there dead after he'd strangled her to death and come on in blokes didn't he say that, something like that like when they when they came in
2: there's a show in in the uk on the BBC called Little Britain Mm -hmm. could have been literally it could have been a script on that show you know it's like right nine one one. how can I help you (laughs) I've seemed to have killed my my spouse (laughs) okay well here come the police all right (laughs) I'll wait you know just like okay let me give you some backstory though yeah I got some I got some info on this one so Stephen Searle as we know he was found guilty of murdering his wife Anne On December 30th, 2018, after she discovered he had an affair with his son's partner. What? He denied killing Mrs. Searle after she found out about the affair with Anastasia Pomiativa, who is the mother of two of their grandchildren.
3: Sounds hot, though.
2: Yeah, sounds hot. Sounds very British, like keep it in the family. Very royal of them, too. Right. Have sex with people from the family sure I get you yeah
3: inbreeding that's a thing right.
2: inbreeding mm. to uh, to each his own right mm-hmm. or as my mother would say to ochezine she would say that but I would still understand what she said to me mm. you know that other phrase uh, you're no round peg in a square hole
3: right you know that one no, that's not it but yeah I, I kind of get it
2: you know what yeah the, the gist one time my mother says to me you're no round splag in a pick hole oof and I was like, I looked at her and I was like, I understood what you meant. That's really sad. You guys are tight. <laughs> that was brutal. Okay. Anyway, so here we go. So Stephen claimed that his wife had found out about the affair months before she had died. He claimed that on the night of her death, she had attacked him with a knife. And she was strangled to death in the struggle that ensued from that. Mm-hmm. He told the court that he had not intended to kill her. And it failed to call an ambulance, but instead sat there like a bloody idiot. Because, <laughs> of course, that's, that's what you would say, I guess, if, you know, because the jury's going to be like, right, right, oh, right, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah,
3: whipping those powdered wings around.
2: That's a, That's a good excuse, I guess.
3: You're right, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Cyril claimed that he had one open hand on her throat during the altercation. It's so like one open hand, you know, palm, palming her throat. This is a
3: lot of fun, Up, This is a good, happy ending here. Okay, keep going. Yeah,
2: It's pretty, pretty, for being really tragic.
3: We're having so much fun with this murder of this woman. Yeah, keep going.
2: All right, so prosecutor Andrew Jackson. That's <laughs> really. That was his name. His name is Andrew Jackson. So obviously no relation to right. Prince Andrew.
3: Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Get it together, up.
2: Stated stated that with his former military training, it was very unlikely that he didn't know the level of pressure or the strength of the hold. He suggested it was probably a chokehold that he had on on his wife of forty five years. Wow! You know he didn't really believe that uh, you know things were as open handed as he was saying.
3: Okay, take it easy. So, how old is this woman who got who got? We just finished talking about how difficult it is to choke somebody, but she she sounds like she's, what, 60, in her late 60s then?
2: She's two years younger than him. Yeah, he was um, 64, she was 62 at the time. Hmm. Andrew Jackson, the other white Andrew, also observed that the discovery of the affair would have put considerable strain on the marriage. Probably a poor choice of words, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Considerable strain. Wait,
3: well, you're talking hey, hey, look, you're talking about strangling you. somebody? How much strain it takes to strangle? Yeah,
2: exactly. That's
3: what made you chuckle about that, eh? Well,
2: it would make anyone... Ch- he's in the, literally in the courtroom about a lady that got strangled and he's saying that discovering the fair would have put considerable strain on the marriage. Come on, man. Oh, man. Pick
3: your words. You're out of your mind.
2: Hey, look. so let me ask you really quick, though, Luna. Okay. Do you know who Andrew Jackson was? I
3: recognize him. Isn't he like a former president of the United States or something?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Name some former... Canadian Prime Ministers or Canadian political leaders. like
3: I can't believe you're doing this to me.
2: Throw a couple my way.
3: Sir John A. MacDonald. Never heard Jean of him. John Cretchon.
2: Super never heard of that guy either.
3: Pierre Trudeau. Who? Pierre Trudeau. Brian Mulrooney.
2: What's so crazy is my point is why in the world do you know about former American presidents? Oh, 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 I know. It seems so weird, but like... I hear you. Because if something goes wrong, we're looking to you. I mean, come on. Okay, that makes sense. So it, it's just so funny to me, though. Just to, that aside, you know that, like, say Andrew Jackson or someone like that, and everyone, everyone around the world like knows who the guy is. But I don't know who whoever you said Trudeau, Jimmy Trudeau.
3: Not even close, Pierre Trudeau. But the thing is, is that like a lot, of, a lot of that pop that guy culture comes to us through uh, television. Yeah, and you guys have better television even though you watched Corner Gas for some reason, which is like the worst representation of Canadian culture there ever was. We're all not uh, I watch morons. Guess,
2: I watched Corner Gas. I watched Red Green show. I watch oh, The worst.
3: Those are, you know what, the said. Trailer okay. Park Boys. It's okay, but it's a little getting a little old. Letter Kenny, people Sammy, I mean, come on, man. Now they're just faking it. Foo Bar. Foo Bar's the best. Fub- that's genuine. Foo the that's best. That's genuine. Yeah. But the rest of it is, it, there's this phony Canadian thing that's going on now where everybody's like, oh, we're proud to be Canadian. Go ahead, though.
2: A forensic pathologist stated that Mrs. Searle would have lost consciousness in about 15 seconds, but that death would have required continued pressure for another several minutes. So there's no way he was just like, hey, I was just like holding her back. You know, no, 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 no. She, She was strangled.
3: She was strangled. Okay.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right. So a couple more things. It's like this just gets better and better. So... The judge, Mr. Justice Green, is this like the movie Clue? Like everybody's got like a perfectly British name. Colonel Pepper.
3: Yeah. Professor Plum is what you were kind of going for. You, you screwed that up really bad.
2: Professor Plum. Yeah. Judge Mr. Justice Green said Searle's act of infidelity is one way or another led to this. <laughs> no duh, really? So his trial lasted for six days. The jury found him guilty in three and a half hours. Following the verdict, former politician Bill Mountford told the BBC that he still considered Cyril a friend and added, these things happen. (laughs) That's pretty British. These things happen. There you go. The moral to the story as we walk out this episode Mm. is there's no message this is a you could, you could try to
3: act like there's this message there's always this message with these podcasts you know with- this
2: is a total dumpster fire again
3: well no but it comes out of left field sometimes right like you never know when you're gonna go you never know when you're talking shit on the phone to like a nine one one operator about your 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 husband and about how you want him out of the house if he's going to go and grab that gun and shoot you nine times. You never know if you're just going to be uh, what what uh, having a having a having a cup of having a cup of tea and suddenly be on the ground getting strangled.
2: And next thing you know, you're giving your wife a kimura, a rear
3: naked choke, and he's going to calmly call the authorities afterwards. Yeah, how about that? That's the message. You never know. You never know. But if you feel in any way slightly threatened or. You wake up and they're looking at you funny in the middle of the night. Pack your bags and go, I guess. Get ahead of it.
2: Alright. Well, I haven't I've had enough being polite on this episode, so. Me too, I'll see you later. Okay. I hate you. Go f yourself up. Alright.
3: Hugs.
1: <laughs> the 911 podcast is an 1159 media production. Hosted by the operator and his junior assistant, Mr. Luna. Produced by the Operator and supported by friends like you. For the price of one tea and crumpet, you can get exclusive content on Patreon. Go to patreon.com and help these poor bastards out. Anyway, by royal decree, I command you to spread the word of this great podcast far and wide, so that all may listen. Bravo! Brilliant! Cheers! Ha <laughs>